This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best, like no one ever was. Now, every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. Now, this is where we talk about all things Pokemon, from the video game to the anime to new concepts. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at PokedexRadio.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. Thank you very much for uh, downloading and listening in today. Uh, my name is Austin. I am the host of this show. Uh, and if you'd like to read the show notes uh, for this episode, and they are lengthy, please read them. <laughs> um, it took a long time for me to actually type these out, so please go ahead and check them out. Pokedexradio.com slash 51. Please go and check them out. Um, and the reason for that, today's main topic is Pokemon catch rates. Now, don't leave yet. Pokemon catch rates are annoying, they're weird, and they're hard to explain. But um, stick around, please. Um, I'll try to make it a little easier for you. Um, now, if you'd like to email me, you can always email me at feedback at pokedexradio.com, or you can comment on the show notes. Again, uh, today's post is pokedexradio.com slash 51. You comment on the the bottom of the show notes there, or you can leave a comment on the Facebook at facebook.com slash Pokedex radio. Now, again, like I just mentioned, the main topic today is Pokemon catch rates. Pokemon catch rates are confusing. Pokemon catch rates. It's a lot of math. Unless you enjoy math, this isn't going to really be very fun. It took me about two, two days to really understand exactly what it meant. And actually just before recording today, it hit me. I was like, oh, that's what it means. And we'll, I'll explain to you that later. And hopefully I get that, you know, oh, you know, aha moment from you as well. So um, I had that moment. Let's see if you do. But before we even get into anything, I'm just going to let you know, if you don't want to stick around for that, I'm going to actually do the news and the Pokemon of the episode before the main topic just so at least you can hear that and you can get that out of the way, uh, at least get some news and stuff like that. And then I'll get into the main topic. Uh, I did get a, a comment on the Facebook from, uh, from Mike. Uh, I usually just call him Mike from Facebook. So Mike said, you know, Hey, I'm not going to listen to this episode respectfully. I'm not going to listen to it because it's, it's a lot of math and you know, it's going to be confusing. And I replied back to him. I said, Hey, you know, it, it's okay. I, I understand, but try to stick around. Uh, I think it'll be uh, enlightening in a way. I hope at least, you know, right now the light bulb is on. Let's hopefully it was, it hopefully it doesn't turn off by, by the end of this episode. Cause I, I actually got it now. Like I figured out this whole math, stupid math. I hate math. I figured it out. Um, and if you like math, you know, sure you, I'm sure you can figure it out as well, but so let's get into it. Let's start with the news. Uh, first off here. Um, don't forget about the shiny Dialga distribution. Um, I have yet to download mine. I haven't gone to a GameStop store yet. Uh, I can 
go ahead and do it pretty much whenever I need to, but I just keep forgetting to go. Shiny Dialga, its distribution ends, at least here in the US, at GameStop stores. It ends on September 8th. So we still have like a week and a half or so, or let's say a week from the recording of this show. Um, Right now it's actually August 27th, but it's only a week. If you haven't gotten it yet, go get it because it ends on the 8th and then the shiny Palkia starts on the 9th. Now, there was one thing that was actually brought to my attention that I didn't really think about before was, remember when they had the distribution for uh, Raikou, Entei, and Suicune? They were all shinies and they just so happened to be three legendary Pokemon. Oh, look, three more legendary shiny Pokemon are being distributed. Uh, distributed. And remember how the uh, Entei, Raikou, and Suicune, if you had one of the three, you brought it into black and white and it uh, kind of like unlocked or whatever, uh, Zoroark. Oh, look, we have three new legendary shiny Pokemon and right before a new game is coming out. Meaning, maybe the shiny Palkia, shiny Giratina, and shiny um, Dialga will unlock something in the new games, uh, Pokemon X and Y. I'm going to assume so. And if anybody else has already thought of this, good on you. Because I just thought of it. Well, I didn't think of it. Somebody brought it to my attention. But it, it makes sense. You know, actually, was it was it Team Knockout? I think it was Team Knockout who brought this to my attention. Or a guy I work with, Renee. Don't remember who brought it to my attention. But still, it's interesting. Let's see what these Pokemon do and what they unlock possibly in a future game. Maybe they don't unlock anything. You never know. Uh, but I like to see at, at a possibility. Because at, at least before with the three... Uh, the Entei, Raikou, and Suicune, we knew ahead of time what they did um, because they were being released right before the games came out, just like these, and they were. it was announced what they were going to do. So far, there has been no sort of announcement. Um, it's a possibility that they won't do anything. It's a possibility that they will. We'll see once X and Y comes out. Now, there was another distribution that I wanted to talk about. Uh, this is a Japanese-only distribution at the moment. The TV show, Pokemon Smash, uh, during the upcoming September 15th episode, there will be an announcement made about an event distribution at Pokemon Centers. Now, again, this is only Japan, so this is going to be in Japan. The, dis- uh, the distribution will be available for Pokemon Black and White and Black and White 2. Uh, the distribution will be from September 15th until September 28th in Japan again. Um, now, the Pokemon that are distributed... We don't know what they are yet, uh, but they will be related in some way to Pokemon Smash, and I will inform you to exactly what that is at a later time. I just thought this was interesting um, to see a distribution, another distribution right before X and Y comes out. This might be something different, but it, it, for some reason, it, I mean, I'm not for some reason, but uh, they are related in some way, that's what I meant to say, uh, to Pokemon Smash. What the Pokemon will be, what they're going to do, if they're going to unlock an in-game event, like Raiko, Ente, and Suicune did. I don't know. But we'll find out, and I'll let you know. Uh, let's see. I mentioned last episode, uh, next in the news, I mentioned last episode about a couple of uh, trademarks uh, registered for by the Pokemon Company International. There, there are a few more that were actually registered on August 19th, 2013. The episode last week came out on the 22nd. I didn't actually see this article. I think, when did the article come out? The article came out on the 23rd. 
So episode comes out on Thursday. The article came out on Friday saying, hey, Pokemon Company International just registered, th- uh, you know, a few more names at the beginning of the week. So this is interesting because those old, the other ones that I mentioned last episode, the um, uh, Pokemon Tournament, Pokemon Fighters, whatever those games were, whatever the names were, uh, were registered last year. These were registered, as, at least as of this recording, about a week ago, uh, which are Pokemon Treta, I'm sorry, Poke Treta Battles, Poke Treta Tournament, Poke Figure Arena, and Poke Figure. Um, now, these are English trademarks, and they were uh, registered, I'm sorry, they were filed under the categories relating to video games, keychains and tags, game merchandise, tabletop games, and entertainment services. Um, now, we know about Pokemon Treta already, like the arcade game thing, um, as well as Pokemon Treta Lab, the Nintendo 3DS game. I've mentioned those on the show before, if you've been listening for at least the past year or so, you know what we're talking about, or at least you can have some sort of vague, you know, understanding of what we're talking about. Does this mean that these, uh, does, that these games might be coming out sometime in the future? Possibly, more than likely, obviously, but an arcade game, uh, uh-uh. that doesn't work here in the States. There are very few arcades, at least I, I live in Tampa, Florida. I've only ever seen one arcade or if I go to the skating rink or if I go to a bowling alley, yeah, there'll be something there. I don't know many people who go skating or who go bowling. They're both fun. I'm not going to say no. I enjoy bowling. I haven't been bowling since I was like 17, maybe. And skating since I was probably 19, maybe. Um, and even before that, before 17, regardless, I, I digress. Um, more than likely, this is going to be for a Nintendo 3DS game or a Nintendo Wii U game. Uh, more than likely, but we'll see when that happens. These these names were just registered, but they're already, you know, made games from before. So we'll see. The last thing I want to talk about here in the news before we get to the Pokemon of the episode, where to go? There you are. Is a uh, a video that was posted up on YouTube that was recorded at Gamescom 2013 in Germany, which is a uh, con- uh, gaming convention in Germany. Um, now this person who recorded this video is a genius. I applaud you person who recorded this video. Um, they had a a great mindset when they went to go record this. And this is great because they took an audio cable and a digital recorder with them. I'm assuming unless they plugged it into the camera, uh, with them to this convention and they recorded the audio. uh, They they filmed what they were playing, which was Pokemon X or or Pokemon Y. I forgot which one exactly was played in the video. Pokemon X. There you go. Um, Pokemon X was being played yet. The audio was perfect from the game. And you wonder how do they do this? Because they plugged in an audio cable into the headphone jack of the Nintendo 3ds and recorded it. And I guess they synced it up later or whatever. However, they did. but this person is a genius. So we get to hear, you know, near perfect audio quality of these, uh, of this demo game, excuse me. And in the demo, you get to see the main character skating around on roller skates, um, you know, riding around on a go-go, things like that and find, finding a Pikachu. And I don't have anything queued up on my computer. I'm actually using something different for my audio effects today. Um, like with, I'm actually using a, an old cell phone. Um, it's great. It, this thing is awesome. Um, but 
go ahead, check it out. Go to pokedexradio.com slash 51 to watch the video. It's amazing. The audio quality is so good for this. I mean, I, I applaud this person. The video quality isn't exactly the best because it's, you know, it's a camera off to the side. Um, but it is a, it is very good audio quality. So check it out again. Pokedexradio.com for all of the links uh, and show notes for today's episode. The links will be there at the bottom for all of the news articles that I mentioned today, as well as the stuff from the main topic we're going to talk about afterwards. Now let's get into, um, let's see, should we get into the Pokemon of the episode? Let's, let's take that. Let's, let's take a break for real quick. Um, so you shop on Amazon, right? I hope so. Uh, so if you shop on Amazon already, go ahead, uh, check out my Amazon affiliate store. Go to pokedexradio.com slash store. Um, if you purchase Pokemon video games, I mean, the holidays are going to be coming up soon. Uh, might as well get stuff now, you know, get ready for later on or even pre-order new games like Pokemon X and Y. If you don't have a 3DS, go ahead, buy it there. Wait for Christmas. Wait for whatever other holidays other people celebrate. If, or if you don't celebrate holidays, go and buy one anyways. Again, go to pokedexradio.com slash store. And that's my Amazon affiliate account store for the Pokedex Radio website. Um, you can go ahead and purchase stuff through there. It's not going to cost you anything extra. It's not going to give you any sort of discounts or anything. I'm not going to be, you know, I'll, I'll be transparent with you with that. Uh, and what it does do is if you purchase through my store, uh, I do get a small commission of the things that you buy. And all that will do is help me go ahead and, you know, purchase things that I would need to do for the show. You know, I need to buy media hosting every month. I, I, how much do I pay? I think it'd be like $10, $12 every month. I don't know. I pay for, I pay for it in advance. Um, so that's, that's a little bit of money out of my pocket every month to do this show. And then there's also web hosting. I forgot exactly how much that was too. Uh, I use a uh, host gator, but I have like multiple websites. So there's like a different price. Anyways, there's a few things I need to pay for, you know, every month to do this show. Not that I don't mind doing it because I, I love recording, uh, the podcast. I love podcasting in general. Uh, and doing what I love and doing what I care about and talking about something I do care about Pokemon. So it's just something that would, uh, help, uh, ease the efforts a little bit of recording every month. Uh, you can go ahead again, check it out. Pokedexradio.com slash store and purchase something from there. A couple of things from there. Again, the holidays will be coming up soon. I know it's only like August, uh, September, whenever you're listening to this, but they are coming up and they're coming up fast. So Check it out, pokedexradio.com slash store to help me out and help out the endeavors of the Pokedex Radio podcast. Okay, now let's get into the Pokemon of the episode. Who's that Pokemon? Okay, the Pokemon of the episode today is Pokemon number 556, uh, Maractus. Maractus is a grass-type Pokemon. It is classified as the cactus Pokemon. Uh, essentially, it looks like a cactus. Uh, I don't know how else to explain that. It has a gender ratio of 50-50 male to female uh, when you find it in the wild. Um, it has one of three different abilities, of course, and can be found. We'll go over the abilities in a second, but can be found um, black-white, black-two, white-two, regardless of which game you're playing, can be found in the desert resort. And I think this is one of the very first times that I'm actually doing a Generation 5 Pokemon. Uh, I think I've done... I think I did sock at one point in time before anyways. Um, but yeah, we found in the uh, desert resort in uh, black, white or black two or white two. Now it's abilities, either water absorb chlorophyll or it's a hidden ability storm drain. 
Water Absorb, what that does, the Pokemon heals up to one-fourth of his maximum hit points when hit with water-type moves. Chlorophyll. Excuse me, Chlorophyll. When sunny, the Pokemon's speed doubles. However, speed will not double during the turn weather becomes clear skies. Its hidden ability is called Storm Drain. Water-type moves are drawn to this Pokemon... Water moves will do no damage, and the Pokemon special attack is raised one stage. I like these types of abilities, like uh, Water Absorb and Storm Drain, mostly because, I mean, yeah, it's a grass-type Pokemon. Yeah, it's a, you know, cl- uh, classified as a t- cactus Pokemon, so water is going to do, I mean, that's obvious. But moves like this pretty much make Pokemon immune to other uh, other types of uh, attacks. Obviously, you won't really be using a water-type Pokemon against a grass-type Pokemon. Excuse me. Obviously, the type matchup just doesn't match up. So, I just think that's interesting, those types of uh, abilities. And I'm going to mention something to you, which I usually don't do during the Pokemon of the episode, but Maractus's, uh capture rate is 255. And this is probably something you don't normally pay attention to uh, when looking up a Pokemon. Me, personally, I use Cerebi uh, for every time I do the Pokemon of the episode because all the stats and everything are right there available for me at the top, and then I scroll down for its stats. Uh, Its capture rate is 255. If you're going to stick around later on, keep this in mind. Um, All this means is that the Pokemon is easier to capture, and we'll go over that later. All right. So let's go over uh, Maractus's base stats if i can scroll down fast enough okay base stats hp of 75 attack of 86 defense 67 special attack 106 special defense 67 and speed of 60 special attack is nicely it's very nice it's pretty high at 106 that's good uh speed's kind of slow i'm not gonna say no uh, its attack is decent its hp is eh it's a decent Pokemon. If you're going to be, you know, battling in game, it's all right. Uh, I wouldn't be bringing this to any sort of competitions or anything like that, but its special attack is pretty decent. And I'm not going to, you know, be against that at all. So that's it for the Pokemon of the episode. Um, let me give you a little bit of a warning here. If you'd like to stick around for the uh, rest of the show, for the main topic of Pokemon capture rates, please do. I'm not going to try to get into too much math. I'm going to try to explain capture rates to you so you can understand it. Um, I'll explain first the easy way, then I'll go over the hard way how to do it, um, the more difficult way. There is math. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, how else? Uh, what else should I say? If you'd like to leave now, you may be excused. <laughs> All right. So let's go over Pokemon capture rates, the dreaded topic. I actually looked it up and I didn't realize what I was getting myself into. Honestly, I've looked it up before, but I was like, ah, too much math. I'm not going to look at it. Um, I looked at it and I am blown away to, I mean, obviously it's a computer program, you know, it's a video game. So there's going to be some math. Um, I wasn't, I, I wasn't not expecting math, but still. So let's go over exactly what are Pokemon capture rates. So what is a Pokemon capture rate? Uh, and please follow along uh, with me if you if you maybe have your cell phone out or if you're listening to me on the computer. Follow along at pokedexradio.com slash 51. Um, I actually tried recording this episode before and I got lost. I went ahead. I rewrote the show notes. Um, 
again, I organized some stuff a little bit better. So it'll make a lot more sense if you follow along with me. Uh, and we will be getting into a word problem later. I hate word problems, but let's get, let's just start. Okay. What are Pokemon capture rates? An easy explanation for Pokemon capture rates is that this will make Pokemon easier to capture. Okay. Uh, and the capture process, we know this. It's very simple. We're taught this at the very beginning of the game, and it's elaborated slightly later on in the game. Uh, depending on what game you're playing, you know you know what this is. You find a wild Pokemon that you want to catch. You commence battle with it. Now, you're not going to be just throwing out a Pokeball with a full HP Pokemon. This is possible, you know, especially with low-level Pokemon uh, with that have low HP. Regardless of what level of the Pokemon it is, it really doesn't matter. The HP is what matters. So uh, a low-level Pokemon usually has a very low HP. Um, if you throw out a Pokeball at it, sometimes it'll cap- uh, you'll capture that Pokemon, but sometimes you won't. It's always suggested lower a Pokemon's HP to as low as you can get it, right? We, know, we all know this. Inflict it with a status ailment, which we all know it's supposed to make it easier to capture a Pokemon, right? We know that. And then you throw a Pokeball at it. If you have Pokeballs, throw a Pokeball. If you have a Great Ball, it's better because it's great. Throw a great ball at it. If you have an ultra ball, it's even better. Throw an ultra ball at it. We know these very basic um, explanations of what to do. These are very, very basic. And we know these like the back of our hands. We, we see a wild Pokemon. We want to capture it. Um, and later on in the episode, I'm actually going to use Articuno as an example, mostly because I was trying to catch an Articuno uh, in the game, which made me go ahead and say, hey, let me look up exactly, you know, why I'm not able to catch an Articuno with a Pokeball. Um, and you may be simply thinking, huh, you can't catch Articuno with a Pokeball. It's, try an Ultra Ball. Try a Great Ball. It's going to be easier. The reason it's easier is because of this Pokemon catch rates thing. So let's start with numbers. Okay. So we know the basics of the capture process of a Pokemon. Behind all of that, is a set of numbers, is a formula, it's a mathematical formula. Um, so, before I mentioned, uh, during the Pokemon of the episode, Maractus, its catch rate is 255. Now, catch rates depend on the species of a Pokemon. A species, uh, all Pokemon have a set catch rate. Regardless of level, uh, regardless of the move it moves it has, regardless of its IVs, its EVs, its um, where, where can I go? Uh, its characteristics, its nature, its ability, um, its level. If I didn't say that, its gender, whatever else. The only thing that changes a capture rate is the Pokemon species. Meaning, all Pikachu's have this capture rate. All Articuno's will have this capture rate. All Maractus have this capture rate. Maractus, as a species, has a capture rate of 255. Uh, if you go back to the last episode, the Pokemon of the episode last time, in uh, episode 50, was Golem. I looked it up. Golem has a capture rate of 45. Um, let me look up Geodude actually really fast. Uh, just give me one second. Geodude, obviously... Uh, it's a different species. I mean, it's, a, it's in the same evolutionary line, but it's a different species as Golem. So, um, and what number is Geodude? This is going to take me a while. I'm sorry. Um, 
Geodude, Geodude, Geodude. I can't find you. There you are, Geodude. Geodude has a capture rate of also 255. If you find a Graveler in the wild, it will have a capture rate of 120. And like I mentioned to you just a second ago, Golem has a capture rate of 45. Now, the reason the numbers go down doesn't really mean anything. You know, it didn't have, um, I mean, it didn't get cut in half. Uh, that's what I meant by that. Um, it, you know, so it just depends on that Pokemon species itself. Usually, um, Pokemon in higher on in the uh, higher up in the in the uh, evolutionary line have lower catch rates. Legendary Pokemon have the lowest of catch rates. So, what I'm trying to explain is catch rates can range from zero to 255. The higher the number, the easier the Pokemon is to catch. The lower the number, the more difficult it is to catch. Legendary Pokemon are difficult to catch simply because they have a catch rate of three. Three is a low number, at least compared to 255. Um, so it's very difficult to catch. So we're going to use Articuno uh, as an example throughout this episode, or at least throughout the main topic, whatever. Um, so what a catch rate is, it's a modify. it's an equation. So you can modify the catch rate of that Pokemon. Articuno has a catch rate of three. You want to make it higher. And the way to make it higher is by battling it, by uh, by uh, inflating it with a status ailment, and by using a better Pokeball. All this is, is taking that number, using an equation, making that number higher. So it'll be easier to capture. That was my aha moment. That's what That was my, like, I got it. It clicked. I was like, duh. So let me try to explain it so you can understand. This equation... Um, is called what's the equation called i just forgot what the equation was called it's called the modified pokemon catch rate formula i mean it's probably going by different names but that's what i'm calling it the modified pokemon catch rate formula which is taking the number the base number of that pokemon species and increasing it to make it easier to catch okay so in order to do so you have different variables like i said you have to battle that pokemon right so you have to take it from its maximum HP of whatever it is down to the lowest you can get it. Essentially, you know, you try to get it to one, obviously, um, without it fainting. You try to get it as low as you can get it without that Pokemon fainting. What other variables do you have? You have the type of Pokeball you're going to be using. Um, Pokeball, Ultra Ball, Master Ball, um, Great Ball, Dusk Ball, uh, Timer Ball, whatever. Another variable is the Pokemon itself, the wild Pokemon you're battling. Let it be Articuno, let it be Pikachu, uh, Golem, um, Houndoom, whatever Pokemon you're battling against, that wild Pokemon. You know, I, I mentioned some Pokemon that are probably never going to be found in the wild, but still, um, like Charizard and stuff like that. Anyways, but depending on that Pokemon, that's another variable you, you have. And the last variable is the status ailment. Now let's go over what those variables are. Again, like I mentioned, status status ailments will help you catch, and even the game mentions that. Okay, the first thing let's go over, we talked about the Pokemon catch rate. In the formula, this is simply known at the variable name is simply called rate. 
Okay. So if you go to pokedexradio.com slash 51 and you look at the image of the formula, which I got from Bulbapedia, thankfully it was like under the, you know, you know, open use or whatever thing. So I was able to grab the image and throw it up on my website as well because it's just math really. So the Pokemon's rate, again, we're using Articuno as an example, and this is generally for any other legendary Pokemon. I know Mew has a catch rate of 45, uh, so it doesn't really uh, fall under a legendary Pokemon catch rate number of three. So I guess Mew is easier. Uh, so Mew would be easier to catch, but generally other legendary Pokemon, like the legendary birds, the legendary beasts, like uh, Ante, Raikou, Suicune, uh, Giratina, Palkia, whatever, would have a would have a catch rate of three. Okay, so we went over the catch rate, and that, you take the number three, and the variable rate, replace it with that. Um, Status ailments. You're battling the Pokemon, and we'll talk about the battling in a second, but you have a stat, you want to inflict that enemy Pokemon, that wild Pokemon, with a status ailment. Let it be poison, freezing, sleep, whatever. You're always told, hey, inflict it with a status ailment. It'll be better to catch the Pokemon. It'll make it easier. This is why. Um, there are status elements that are better than others. The best ones to use are sleep, to put it to sleep in some way, or to freeze a Pokemon. The reason for this is uh, the multipliers that are used, or simply just the numbers that are used, are because um, you're multiplying the entire equation by the status that you're doing, that you inflict on that Pokemon. So if you put the Pokemon to sleep within generation like four and below, if you put the Pokemon to sleep or if you freeze it, you would multiply everything by two. So it's times two. But in generation five, they make it, they make freezing a Pokemon and putting it to sleep 2.5, which is nice. Um, Or if you paralyze it, poison it, or burn the wild Pokemon, uh, you give the multiplier times 1.5. Anything else, any other types of status elements like confusion, uh, rap, uh, block, um, whatever, or lowering their stats in some way, don't do anything, which these would be times one. So the best ones are the normal status elements that you can think of. Uh, freeze and sleep are the best, and then paralysis, poison, and burn. Okay, normally the ones that are, you know, you can see in battle. Okay, so those, uh, so in the, uh, the variable that a status element would use is bonus status in the equation. So, uh, so if you were to paralyze a Pokemon, that bonus status number would be replaced, that bonus status variable will be replaced by 1.5. Okay. Now, let's talk about Pokeball effectiveness rates. You know, use a better Pokeball. You know, don't use a Pokeball, uh, a regular Pokeball, the red and white ones. Because if you can buy a great ball, better to use a great ball because it's great. Use an ultra ball because it's ultra, whatever. Uh, it's better. Obviously, a master ball is, uh, it kind of defeats the purpose, but uh, a master ball is even the best. I put a link up on the show notes at pokedexradio.com slash 51. On the bottom, the link says, if I can find it, um, the link title on the bottom of the show notes, it says, uh, Pokeball Effectiveness Rates. Click on that. Uh, and it'll take you to the Bulbapedia uh, page about catch rates. And it, it'll take you to the section about Pokeballs. Now, depending on the Pokeball, depending on how you're using it, it will have a different effectiveness rate. And the variable for this uh, in the equation is uh, called bonus ball. 
So you just replace the, the word bonus ball with the number. And let's go over those numbers. A Pokeball has uh, a Pokeball is a normal um, capturing item for the Pokemon video games. It doesn't do anything negative. It doesn't do anything positive to affect it in any way, to affect uh, your process of capturing a Pokemon. Um, the Pokeball rate is a multiplier of one. And if you know anything about math and, or multiplication, you multiply anything by the number one, that thing you multiplied it by will never change. I can take, you know, two times one is still two. 225 times one is still one, uh, 225. Um, three billion times one is still three billion. The number won't change. And that's the reason a normal Pokeball has no uh, uh, augmented effects or negative effects in any way. A great ball is times 1.5, just a little bit better than a regular Pokeball. You know, two times 1.5 is, uh, what, three? Something like that? I don't know math. I suck at math. Let's just put it that way. That's why it took me forever to do this. Uh, two times 1.5. Oh my God, I got that right. Awesome. <laughs> okay, so, okay. Again, an, uh, now an Ultra Ball is times two. So whatever type of Pokeball you're using, replace that number with bonus ball, the bonus ball variable. So let's say you're using a, uh, a lure ball. Okay. And it says times three, only if fishing. So if you're in a cave, you're walking around a Zubat pops out, which is nine times out of 10 and nine, 10 times out of 10, a Zubat's going to come out at you. You use a lure ball. It will have a times one modifier, um, a time, sorry, a times one multiplier, meaning it's not going to do anything different. But if you're in that cave or wherever you are fishing, okay, you throw out a lure ball, it will have a times three multiplier, meaning it will be much more effective to use a lure ball while you're fishing. That's why it's more effective. That's why it's called a lure ball because you're supposed to use it while you're fishing to make it easier to catch that Pokemon you're fishing for. All these little things that it's been told to you in the game is Pokemon catch rates. It's so simple. I just like, I'm surprised how simple it is. Uh, let's see another Pokeball. Uh, Premier balls don't do anything different. They're just nicely colored. Luxury balls don't do anything different. They're just super expensive Pokeballs that look nice. Eh. Um, a quick ball. It'll be times four, which is nice, uh, only on the first turn of, uh, on the first turn of the battle. Um, and it's times four in diamond, pearl, platinum, heart, gold, and soul silver, but in black, white, black two and white two, they increase that to a times five multiplier. But if it's not on the first turn of battle, if it's on the second, third, fourth turn, fifth turn, 10 hundredth turn, whatever, 10 hundred, that's not a number, but, um, 1000th turn, 1000th turn, it's only going to be a times one. So depending on the situation you're in, the environment you're in, what you're doing at that point in time, if you're fishing, if you're surfing, if you're diving, if you're, you know, whatever. The modifier will be different depending on the Pokeball you're using. Obviously, use one that's better for that environment or whatever you want to call it. Simply, if using an Ultra Ball can work in, in a lot of cases. 
Where are we? Okay, that's bonus ball. So you take that number of the Pokeballs, whatever Pokeball you're using, that rate, replace it in the bonus ball variable. Where are we? Okay, actually, it's time for an example now. We talked about rate. We talked about bonus ball. We talked about bonus status. Those are three of the variables, three of the five variables here. Let's talk about HP, and then we'll go into an example. You know what HP is. You know not to get into a battle and throw a Pokeball immediately, whatever type of Pokeball it is, unless it's a Master Ball or a, uh, what was the one I just said, Fastball, um, uh, Quick Ball, excuse me, uh, Fastball, uh, um, <laughs> Quick Ball, whatever. Um, other than using a, qu- a Quick Ball or a Master uh, or a Master Ball, essentially, using a Pokeball on the first turn of battle is not is not suggested. You need to battle the Pokemon to lower its HP. So you know what HP is. It's hit points. Okay? Um, For the purposes of the equation, though, you're not always going to know what that wild Pokemon's maximum HP is. But you can always kind of estimate it. You know what Pokemon it is. You know what the level of that Pokemon is. Um, And you can be pretty sure there's no, you know, added EVs to that Pokemon. IVs are always a different situation. But... For the example I said we were going to use for this show, is uh, for this uh, explanation, is Articuno. Mostly because I was trying to catch an Articuno and I just want to go over an Articuno for the purposes of whatever explanation. Um, HP max in the equation just simply means the HP that the Pokemon starts with. It's maximum HP. It's as simple as that. Uh, and then HP current, that uh, variable, is the current HP that you've brought it down to. If you have not touched the Pokemon at all, you didn't tackle it, you didn't use Thunderbolt, you didn't use Fire Blast, whatever other types of moves, you didn't inflict any sort of damage on that Pokemon. Its HP current will be its HP max. It's the same number. Um, But if you brought that Pokemon's uh, HP down to whatever it is, that is its HP current. And you can see your own personal Pokemon's HP max and its current. You know, if it's in the green, you know, if you if you've been battling a little bit, it's kind of still in the green. It's maximum HP, let's say, is a hundred. Um, but if it got hit by a weak Pokemon, you know, uh, whatever, like a small, like a small move. Let's just use the simple explanation, a uh, simple example of tackle. Um, and your Pokemon is at level fifty, and you battled a, against a wild Rattata, it tackles you minus three. That's not, from a hundred to ninety-seven. Its max HP is a hundred. Its HP current is ninety-seven. So. We have all the variables down, all five variables, HP max, HP current, rate, bonus ball, and bonus status. All you have to do now is take those, excuse me, numbers, and replace the variables with them. Simple math. So now, as an example, we're going to use the Articuno that I'm trying to catch right now in Pokemon Leaf Green. I don't know Articuno's HP max. I don't know what's maximum HP. I'm sure if I Google search it somewhere, it'll tell me exactly what it is because somebody somewhere used a, or either or once you capture it, you'll know, but, um, uh, you can do a simple Google search and find, you know, a, a legendary Pokemon or event Pokemon at that level, whatever you catch it. It's going to have this HP. I'm just going to do a simple estimate of, and a simple good round number of 100. So easy. 
we're going to say it's maximum HP is 100. We've battled with this Articuno. We've commenced the battle with it. Um, we have Ultra Balls. Keep that in mind. We have Ultra Balls we're going to use against it uh, to catch it. So we've battled with this Articuno. We've brought its HP all the way down to 1. Uh, either we use like, um, I forgot what the moves are called to bring the Pokemon's HP right down to 1. Uh, but we've done that. Um, the Pokeballs we're using is a our um, Ultra Balls. We're going to paralyze the Articuno. So 1.5. And we already know Articuno's rate is a 3. Because it's a legendary Pokemon. And generally, legendary Pokemon are 3. Even if you look it up on Cerebi, Bulbapedia, Smogon, whatever website you use, um, you'll find a Pokemon's catch rate. An Articuno is a 3. So we want to make that 3 higher. So we have all these different variables. HP max of 100. HP current of 1. Rate 3. Bonus ball 2. Bonus status. Um, 1.5. We take all those numbers, we plug it into the equation. And I have the equation for you there. Pokedexradio.com slash 51. And I have the plugged in uh, variables uh, to it and the numbers. Plugging in all of these numbers, 3 times 100 minus 2 times 1 is like 298. Times the rate is 3 times bonus ball of 2. So those, I believe, come out to be a hundred and uh, I'm sorry, one thousand seven hundred and forty-four ish. Um, I did the problem the other day; I can't remember exactly what the numbers were. Divided by uh, three times HP max. I don't know exactly what that number is. Uh, then you do multiply all those by the bonus status of one point five. That turns out to be, or if you want to copy and paste the equation, that's fine. Into Google, it'll give you a modified catch rate for uh, catch rate of eight point nine four. Now the HP that I gave to the Articuno isn't exact. I just wanted to use a simple number uh, for the purposes of this equation. It might be 99, it might be 98, it might be 100, 102, it might be 110. I don't know. Um, but now, instead of being 3, extremely hard to catch at 3, its new modified catch rate is now 8.94, a higher number. Like I mentioned to you before, higher Pokemon catch rate uh, numbers. The higher the catch rate number, the easier it is the Pokemon, uh, the Pokemon is to catch. The lower the number, the harder it is to catch. So we just took that and made that Pokemon. We took the Pokemon at full HP, no status and uh, ailments, nothing. And we made it easier to catch. That, trainers, is the Pokemon catch rate formula. (sighs) That is it. It makes it easier to catch. And you know how to do this already. Damage, status element, good Pokeball. That was the math behind it. We took it at its base and made it easier to catch using math. Essentially, that's it. But there's more. (laughs) There is a little bit more. There are some things. If you go to pokedexradio.com slash 51, I'm going to keep saying that. If you go all the way down to the bottom in the link section, there's one that says catch rate dash Bulbapedia. That will give you the full explanation between all generations. Uh, yeah, between all generations. Uh, generation 1 is different. Generation 2 is different. And Generation 3 and 4 are similar. Uh, generation 5 is a little bit different. Um, obviously, Gen 6 is going to be uh, probably going to be different as well. But let's go over uh, something in Generation... Uh, I'm sorry. Um, 
let's let's go over something in generation four which are the games that we're playing now uh called the probability of capture you don't really need to know this um but it's interesting to see the probability of capture is um taken okay you have your oh my where's my show notes um you have your modified catch rate, okay? 8.94 for the Articuno that we're doing in this example. We have that. Uh, for The variable for that is A. So we're going to say A for Articuno. But I mean, it says A in the, uh, in the equation. Uh, so we have A, right? We can use A in the probability of uh, capture formula. All this is is to show... The estimate uh, is to estimate the percent chance of catching a Pokeball, a Pokemon, with the Pokeball we used in the modifier formula. Remember, we used an Ultra Ball. Okay, this is the percent chance that you will catch said Pokemon, Articuno, with an Ultra Ball. And what is this doing? WordPress. You know, please lock in. Whatever. Um. So, the equation is, um, p probability. So p is estimated so it's the kind of the squiggly equal sign uh a over two to the eighth power minus uh two to the eighth power minus one okay two to the eighth two to the eighth power is uh 256 minus one is 255 we've seen that number somewhere else before obviously this is computer code so it's got to have to do with binary in some way a string of eight ones and binary is 255 i know there's other ways to get higher numbers and things like that but Essentially, a string of eight ones in binary is 255, and that is like a special number in some way to binary because um, it's on off. Uh, the, the, it's like on and off, so ones and zeros, you know, binary stuff. Uh, and these are uh, a string of eight. They're all on. So 255. I'm sorry, 256. And then you do minus one for this. So A divided by 255. So 8.94 our A from before, our modified catch rate, divided by 255 equals, so probability is estimated equaling uh, equaling two. It's like 0. 0.035 or 0. 0.0035 something. Multiply that by 100, you get a percent, a percentage. So 3.5%, and it's like 3.514 something, blah, 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 whatever. Um, but essentially it's 3.5%. That is the percent chance that you will catch this Articuno with an Ultra Ball when you throw it. Now, you're thinking, okay, I have 3.5% chance of catching an Articuno with a poke, with a, with an Ultra Ball. How many Ultra Balls do I need to use then? There's an equation for that too. Simply take, okay, you have the probability P of capture now. The probability of capture, uh, which is uh, an estimate number, but still it's P. Um, stop it. Why do you keep doing this? Sorry. WordPress is messing with me right now. (sighs) Okay. So you have the probability of capture P. So you take 100 over P. So 100 divided by P, 100 divided by 3.5 equals 28.5714. And there's more numbers. So essentially this tells you, you need about 28 pokeballs. So let's say it's 0.5714. Let's round up. So it's 0.57. So let's say 29. It'll take you about 29 Ultra Balls to catch this Articuno. So if I were to go, and at the bare minimum, and by the bare minimum of what I need, 
I would go out and buy 29 Ultra Balls before I go to catch Articuno because I know there's a 3.5% chance that any one of those 29 Ultra Balls will work. You know, out of a 100% chance. That is it. <laughs> that, that, is, that is essentially it. There's other small things that will modify, that, uh, modify this even further. Generation 5, Pokemon Black, White, Black 2, White 2, have, um, I mentioned to you before, uh, Sleep and Freeze are times 2 in anything Generation 4 and previously. So Generation 1, 2, 3, and 4 is times 2 as a bonus status variable, uh, bonus status modifier. But in Generation 5, which is Black, White, Black 2, White 2, um, Sleeping and Freezing is 2.5. It's not that big of a difference. Uh, there is also something called in generation five, the capture power factor. The catch rate is multiplied by 1.1. If capture power, uh, something is active. Uh, this is in that little arrow. Um, if two of them are at uh, 1.2, if two of them are active, 1.3, if three of them are active, capture power S or p- capture power max is active, rounded down to the nearest multiple multiple of one over 4,096. What that means, I have no idea. Okay. And then there's also the dark grass factor. You know, there's different types of grass now in uh, Generation 5. Uh, this factor is multiplied to the HP factor. Uh, so, you know, you have in the equation uh, 3 times HP max minus 2 times HP current. Um, we have that. So, um, times, uh, so it's. Uh, this times current times uh, this dark grass factor uh, and then rounded down to the nearest um, then rounded to the nearest multiple of one uh, one over one uh, one over 4096 again what this exactly means eh, I have no idea uh, depends on whether the um, whether or not the battle occurs in dark grass where double battles may occur and uh, the number of Pokemon that have been caught in the Pokedex if the battle is not in dark grass this is essentially just one and if it is there's also a, a set of numbers here uh, to the amount of how many Pokemon. This is affected of how many Pokemon you've actually captured uh, so far in your game. You know, the higher the amount of Pokemon you've captured, the better, um, I think. There's also something called Shake Probability. I'm not going to go over Shake Probability, um, mostly because it just blew my mind. But essentially, you have A, the, the variable A we talked about before. Um, in Generation 5, okay, you have the modified capture rate. So in Generation 5, there's a new variable thrown into there called B. Okay, simply B. Uh, so B equals uh, 65,536 over 255 times A to the one-fourth power. A lot of math. Um, shake probability. All it is is to solidify the fact that the Pokemon is caught or not um, using the mathematical equations there, and they're different between generations as well. And uh, there's you know some little differences, but we talked about the probability of capture, which essentially you don't want to go that far into it, even though we pretty much already have. But essentially, that's what it is. You want to make a Pokemon easier to capture and we did it using the math behind it and really all that's really all that means you have the rate a legendary article the articuno pokemon is a three and we made it 
about six points easier to catch to 8.94. Let's round it up to nine, so six points higher. That's all what that means. It's just making a Pokemon easier to capture. Am I done yet? <laughs> this is so difficult. I hate math so much. It's not difficult. It's just annoying. Um, I, I've never been a fan of math. Um, but yeah, that's all that means. Really. I mean, uh, there's no, there's no other, there's no more explanation that I can give you without just rambling. Now that is it. That's all that means. Making a Pokemon that's difficult to capture or easier to capture, uh, even easier to capture or, you know, something that's difficult, a little bit easier. That's all that means. That's all it is. Hopefully that didn't kill you. Hopefully they didn't blow your brains. Hopefully you don't have to go and, you know, grab a mop or something like that because your brain melted uh, out of your ears and it's like oozing all over the floor right now. My throat hurts from explaining this. So let's, let's think of ending the episode now. If you've stuck around for this long, I applaud you. Um, if you enjoy math, good for you. <laughs> uh, if you stuck around for it because of the math. But if you've stuck around for this long, and this is a 53-minute episode so far, uh, I applaud you for it. Um, that was a lot. If you did stick around, let me know. It's cool. Uh, and if you have stuck around, thank you for doing so. Um, I know it was, a, it was a lot to get through. But that is it. Um, again, uh, just another little plug here. If you do buy stuff on Amazon, it'll be nice, especially video games, things like that. Go to the pokedexradio.com slash store. Go to my store and it'll actually help, you know, with the, some of the money things that I, that I, you know, do for the Pokedex radio. It'll be nice to see that. I mentioned in the last episode, I noticed that somebody bought Black 2, uh, yeah, Black 2, and I, I tried to thank them on the show. I don't know who purchased it, obviously, because I'm not. I don't know the, the. I don't know anything else other than that somebody purchased this game. I don't know who it was. I can't see, you know, the person's email or anything like that, which I wouldn't, uh, you know, tell on the show. Of course, you know that's that's unethical. But if I could at least know the name of the person who did that, I wish I would love to thank them on the show for doing so. And if you do purchase something on the on, you know, using the Amazon store. Uh, let me know so I can actually thank you personally, if not through email, at the very least over the show. I would love to thank people over the show saying, hey, you know, this person, this person, and this person purchased something. Thank you for supporting the show. Things like that. That'd be cool. I'd love to have a small segment doing that. And there's also other ways to help support the show. Um, the Audible thing, uh, pokedexradio.com slash audible trial. If you sign up for that, that definitely does help support the show. Uh, donations are always accepted. There's a donate button somewhere on the website. Um, but anyways, that is it for the podcast for today. Do I have anything else to tell you? No. Look out for more podcasts from flashlight studios. We'll talk about that later, but that is it, uh, for, if I can cue this stuff up, that is it. There you go. Ah, doesn't that sound good? Finally, it's over. (laughs) That is it for the Pokedex radio today. Again, my name is Austin, letting you know to live, laugh, and catch them all without having to use these confusing catch rates. And we'll see you next week.
This podcast is a Flashlight Studios production. Copyright 2013, Flashlight Studios. For more information, you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com.